This is Jeffrey White. This is season number two, episode 15, and it's time to ignite the spark. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening from. You are now tuned into Taking Over the Globe, brought to you by Eternal Monarch. It's the station with imagination on the quest to conquer the nation, all about shifting paradigms and exposing the dark. Turn up those radios and ignite the spark. y'all doing how y'all doing another day on the show and it is going to be one of those stimulating type of topics today ladies and gentlemen it's going to get us on a little bit of a spiritual side a little bit of an emotional side a little bit of an intellectual side so it definitely is going to be igniting this spark today ladies and gentlemen but before we get into the show i want to say thank you for tuning in if you are new to the show be sure to check out the show notes down below or up above and the three little dots up there you can click on that and you can see the show notes which will help you find all the other social presence that we have across the globe ladies and gentlemen now today's topic is going to be uh, actually going to be coming from a facebook post that uh, one of my family members had placed up there a few days back. And basically, what the Facebook post said was, um, women cannot be a preacher. Women cannot be preachers. All right? That's the topic on today. And, uh, you know, if you are sensitive, this show today will not be for you. All right. Now, I'm hoping I can say a few things today that can get you to, you know, ignite your spark and uh, activate the internal monarch within you to actually think independently compared to what you've been told. All right. And um, hopefully you don't attack me for some of the things that I say today. I'm hoping if you do, then, hey, job well done. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, so let's go ahead and. get into the show it has been a three minute mark and i'm trying to keep it the first the intro and all that stuff within three minutes so once this song this song's coming to an end right now so once the song comes to a complete end we'll go ahead and uh get into this show now like i said the topic of the show is women can't preach right so i'm going to be bringing up a few different things a few different insights uh that I have about this, all right? So the first thing is, they say that women can't preach, all right? Now, when you look at the history of the Bible, uh, take them to church. Yeah, this is, this is what, Thursday? We already in church? No, no, no. Well, we are a communion. We are a uh, communion together, correct? So I guess we are in church, right? But the Bible has always attacked women from the very beginning, right? From the very, very beginning. they The Bible starts off as making women the, the bad person in the first place by saying they were weak and couldn't uh, couldn't uh, resist temptation, right? And so 
basically the whole fall of man is like women's fault according to the bible right but also the whole start of man is also women's fault too but the bible gives that credit to men women started from men in the bible miraculously in some kind of way only one time in history man's history that man gave birth to women and it's found in his book called the bible now again the bible attacks women by saying that she was weak it also says that um well no i won't go there but because uh, it don't say that but when you talk about the trinity what do you have you have a man you have a child but you have a dead mother who comes in the form of a ghost because a man and a child can't be created without a woman so what did she have did she have she get pregnant by the man have the child and die so became the holy ghost what, what, I mean like what happened to the mother what the holy trinity in my life the holy trinity would be my mother my father and my and me right the, the, the child there would be three that's how you make a trinity I don't know I'm just asking you questions giving you something to think about today Right, give you something to think about. This is, you know, these are all this is all BS. This is all BS belief systems. All right, so if this stinks, go to your toilet seat, put your head in the toilet bowl, and tell me your BS don't stink. No, my BS don't stink. This smells like roses. No, it does not. Not to everybody, might to you, not to everybody, right? But yeah, so, uh, is the Bible sexist if it's claiming that women can't preach or they can't be the head of anything? All right. They can't be the head. Now, what the guy did say on this Facebook post is that women can teach. They just can't be preachers or the leader. They can teach, but they can't be a leader of anything. I'm like, wow, of anything? You know, someone asked him in this show, in this post, like, well, what about your mother? She's on her own business. You know, you saying they can't lead to anything, but your mother owns her own business. You know, he didn't respond to that one, but he did respond to a lot of the other ones. You know, and um, but I gave him a lot. I gave a lot. I gave it a like, a thumbs up, because like I said, it was very engaging. Post. It was a very engaging post. Right now, do women have uh, less ability to comprehend? All right, do women have ability, the less ability to comprehend? Because I did respond on his Facebook post, and I'm currently occupied at the moment so i can't really get to that post so what i would do is just try to re remember what i put but basically what i had put the first time was um women can't be preachers teachers or leading experts only her offspring can do this hashtag that makes sense to some then i went on to say that women are first to bring life into this world and last to take life out of this world. And men are first to take life out of this world and last to bring life into this world. Hashtag leaders build. And then I left off with a section that says something around the lines of women do not have any invested interest in humanity or basically her children 
and lack the ability to follow certain principles. Hashtag, this makes no sense. That was my response. Now, it might not have been the very last part. I don't think I might have missed a word or two, but it was something around those lines. You know? So, my question basically is do women not have the ability to comprehend? Like, they say women can't lead. Women can't be the the, the leader of a man. Now, any I guess any real man or any real person, I'm not even going to say man or woman, any sovereign person will follow someone for a certain amount of time, but they're going to always want to lead themselves because they're sovereign. Whether you're man or woman. Now, you're like, well, no, that's not right, Jeffrey. Well, the husband's supposed to do this. That might be true, but do you know what the word husband means? Hus, H-U-S, and I think it was Bondi when it's originally wrote, uh, B-O-N-D-I. That might be it. But Hus was um, basically, the, uh, I think it was like, it means like, um, you can just say the, the master of the home or the manager, right? And Bondi was a, a manager, not manager, a tiller or a provider, basically. So husband basically meant the person who basically managed the house or took care of the home. Right? The breadwinner. Well, hell, that's the case. What is a husband? A husband is just someone who provides for the house. Now, a long time ago, women didn't work. So the word husband did probably mean man. But now today, husband means... Well, no, it don't mean today. It's always meant the person who provided for the home. It never really meant man. It just meant the person who took care of the home. And whether the woman didn't have a, a, a man figure in her home, she would have been the husband. If she was tilling the ground, uh, cooking the food, taking care of the house. If she didn't, if she wasn't married, she was her own husband. She was the own manager of the house, right? So... Again, are you, are, when people say women can't preach, they can't be preachers, are they saying that women can't read the book and comprehend what they're reading and follow certain principles? Or are they saying that people just won't listen to them? Which is another false statement because there's many, many, many women preachers and they actually have a congregation. So what are they really saying? Now, I know a lot of people who are getting their whole truth 100% of their truth from the book they will argue with me about this but this is going to be a controversial statement so stay tuned Here's the controversial statement or question. Where does the living God live? God's not dead. Well, my God's not dead. I don't don't know about everybody's God, but God's not dead. Right? The, the, The creator is not dead. It's around every single day. Now, there is a 
for me, there's a living God and there's a stagnant God. And so, how can I say this? Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like mush mouth right now. Well, basically what I'm saying is, for me, the Bible was a great book of moral teachings and principles and it reminds us of certain core values however to find the truth all you have to do is look around you the creator is always around you every single day in nature that's where guys where creator lives it resides in nature it resides in the living the living the here the present the now that book is in the past the present that book is the past the present the future according to some people right so when I look at that book and I look at stuff like it's saying that man gave women life and not the other way around I look at nature and I'm like well something's not adding up right something's looking like this white guy with blonde hair with blue eyes and pale feet compared to what the revelation says about hurl of wool skill of brown uh, bronze of skin, uh, skin of bronze and you know and stuff like this it doesn't it's not adding up the picture's not adding up what's wrong here <laughs> yeah, am I am I supposed to go with the program am I supposed to say hey what's wrong here I think I'm supposed to say what's wrong here now. The peasants out there might say, ah, it's just business as usual. Don't pay that no attention. It doesn't matter. Even though there does, there is a section there talking about idolizing, you know, golden calves and images, right? So isn't that not an image? Isn't that not an engraved image? A false image? It's not what's wrote, uh, written down. So is that not a false image? Is it a false image? Does it matter? No, it does not matter when it comes to what color Jesus, Joshua, Yahweh, whatever name, the Messiah. You could, there's so many different names, right? People get upset about that too. But they realize that this character has been talked about in many different cultures and in many different time frames. Not just the time frame in the Bible, but other time frames as well. Same character, same timeline, same flood, same mother, all this stuff. It's all there in history. It's all there. It's all in other cultures written down in the, all these other cultures, right? People don't want to look at that because it's going to mess up their foundation. And I can understand that. If you're not ready to rebuild a foundation, why would you want to knock down a foundation, right? So I can understand that. So I don't push it into people's faces unless they're, you know, conversate with me and I can see they're deep enough or their water's not so shallow that they can handle going a little bit deeper without drowning. But my next thing about this is do God possess, I mean, do men possess more God within them? Do women possess more, I mean, do men possess more of the God quality in them or do they have stronger antennas than women do <laughs> do men have stronger antennas than women do can men talk to God more readily than women I don't know I don't know I think I, I think they do I think they can <clears throat> wrong I don't think they can I think that the Bible does state that while people are looking outside of themselves if God basically said in the Bible it's within them 
not outside of them. So if you're talking to God, you're not talking to something outside of you. You're talking something within you. God is not outside of you. So when you're talking to God and you got your hands all up in the air and you're looking up in the sky, who are you talking to? Because the Bible did say, let us go down and make men in our image. So that means there's plural. So if you're, but the God in the Bible did say that it resides within you. So if you're reaching outside of you, which God are we reaching to? And if a person does, if everyone has the equal amount or the equal ability to contact or come into contact with God based off, you know, their intentions and their wills and their willpower and, you know, dedication and faith, if you actually go through the process in order to do it and you just shut up, quit talking so damn much, listen internally, introspect, right? Or wrong. I might be wrong. I'm not. I'm saying right because I'm just, you know, I'm in my thoughts right now. But I might be wrong. You know what I mean? So, what do you think about that? Because, like I said, a lot of this stuff does not make sense. Just because someone tells you does not make it true, and just because the majority of people believe it does not make it true. Right? At one time, the majority of people thought that slavery was okay. That wasn't true. At one time, people thought that women should not be able to wear pants. That was not true. Right? Just because the majority of people hold it, belief don't make it true. Like, I said earlier in this show that women birth life, men take life. Right? So, let's go into an analogy with that. Let's say that it's maybe your spouse's or your child's birthday. Right? Birthday. And you need a birthday cake. You need to go to someone who knows how to make a birthday cake properly, professionally, not even a birthday cake. I say a wedding cake to make it even more professional. Something that you have to have actual skills in doing, right? Can't just you can't just go to the kitchen to make a wedding cake. You gotta actually have some skills to make a wedding cake. I mean, you can, but it's gonna be sloppy, right? So, say you need a wedding cake. So you're getting married. Who do you go to get this wedding cake from? Do you go to a car tech, you know, a body shop, and ask them to make you a cake? Or do you go to a wedding planner or a bakery and ask them to make a cake? I'm pretty sure you're going to like, well, Jeffrey, that's a damn no-brainer. I'm going to go to the damn car mechanic to get my cake. Everybody knows you got to have a little bit of oil in your body. No, no, no. I'm going to go to the damn bakery, man. Of course I'm going to go to the bakery. Well, the reason I ask that question is because women are bakers. Men are car mechanics. Women create cakes, people, children, men, women. Men does not, right? So, wouldn't you think that the person who created something would have more invested interest in it than a person who did not go through that nine, seven, eight, nine, sometimes five months of pain, labor, 
joy, blissfulness. I don't know what feelings women have. Why? Because I'm speaking from belief. I've never been pregnant. Never had these emotions going through my body. Never had my neurons firing off and sending endorphins through my body because I have another life form inside of it. Never. Never will. Never can. And honestly, I don't think I will want to. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful thing, but I don't think I will. That's a, that's a burden to carry. Women have very big burdens because that's something that can take their life. What do, what do men go through that we can, we can do something bigger than us at the risk of losing our life? What do we do? Now, am I man bashing? No, I'm not man bashing, but I'm going to put us in our place. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be egotistical. I'm not gonna be sexist. I'm just gonna. I'm calling out facts for what they are. How how the world is working. Not how I want it to be. Not how someone is trying to tell me it's going to be. But how it actually is today, right now, in the present moment. Right. Because injustice to one is injustice to all. And if we sit back here and continue to let women be second-class citizens, when really they're the gatekeepers. Like I told y'all before, I was going to talk about gatekeepers. But really, they're the gatekeepers and they're the ones who allow life to come into this realm. If women kept their legs shut, there would be no more humanity. If women refuse to let anyone back through the gate, humanity will end. And you know what? Men know this. Yes, they do know this. Men know that. That's why they're working on the wombless, the, uh, the the motherless womb. I don't know if I told y'all about that before. The motherless womb. I might go ahead and put this on the Facebook. Uh, a few articles about the motherless womb, about them trying to create wombs, artificial wombs to create embryos in. Because they know... That's that's what that's one thing women have on men. They cannot be gatekeepers. However, men are light bringers. Women or key masters is what I call men. Key master because women are gatekeepers, men are key masters. I bring this up and then I get back on topic. All right, because I know I'm driving off topic. This is a whole different topic. Gatekeepers and key masters is a whole different topic. So what we're going to do is, like I said, injustice to one is injustice to all, right? And if we don't take up for women being mistreated or having sexism or biased, biasism or whatever it is, then we're just waiting for our, our injustice to come. Think about slavery. Slavery is over here, over with for a lot of people here in America. But is slavery over with? No, it's not. It's over with for black people here in America and people here in America talking about, you know, getting, you know, unpaid dues, which is rightfully so. There's a lot of multi-million dollar companies and people in the world right now who got their money from slavery and they didn't pay not one cent for that. That's called robbery. Unpaid works. That's that's against the law. Go to work right now and don't get paid. Watch how mad you would be. So if you went to work for 40 hours and you didn't get your paycheck, or matter of fact, say you went to work and your paycheck supposed to be in here today, you don't get it, how pissed off are you going to be? You're going to be highly pissed off, you know? No matter if you do it, if you not, and if you didn't say you won the, like, 
uh, Dave was talking about winning the lotto. Say he won the lotto because he was talking about winning the lotto, and and he if he got the lotto, he would pay it out within the long term because you get paid more money that way. Now I don't know if if you pass away, did that money keep coming? But if that money does keep coming after you pass away, then um, his children would get that money. But what if his children get did not get that money? Do they have the right to be pissed off? You damn right. It's their money. Their father won the money. It's supposed to be dedicated. It's supposed to be coming and it's been allocated to these children. Right? So that's the same way about slavery and people who went through slavery. Not everybody here in America's family or ancestors went through that. But the ones who did and their ancestors, they definitely deserve something, some type of rec- uh, reparation, from, at least from these multi-million dollar companies. You can't be a multi-million dollar company off the, slave, off the back of somebody else and not pay for that shit. Right. I don't know, because like if you believe that, like I said, injustice to one is injustice to all. So if you believe that women don't have the right to preach, that would mean you also should be okay with believing that you don't have the right to do something. You don't have the right to teach either. If women don't have the right to teach, you don't have the right to teach. You're like, well, how? How? How do you? Where do you get that from? I get that from the golden rule. The golden rule. Now I was looking this up yesterday. The golden rule. I was like, man, it's the golden rule in the, even in the Bible, you know. And you can find it in I think it's Matthew chapter seven verse twelve. Basically, where it's saying, you know, do do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. So if you don't if you don't want nobody to be able to speak or teach somebody, then you also have to be okay with somebody telling you you can't teach or speak to somebody. Right. People are like, well, it's not me who's saying this. It's not me. This is this is scripture. This is the Bible saying this. Okay, so which one came first? Was it free will or was it women can't preach? Free will gives you the free will to do anything. Women can't preach. Takes away the action of free will. So it's like a cancellation going on. And a lot of people was like, well, God put that in the Bible. No, God never wrote anything in the Bible. Men wrote that in the Bible. Men wrote it, not God. And anything men touch is imperfect, not perfect. told you this is going to be a stimulating show might get up under some of y'all skins today share my bs this is my bs it stinks hell yeah it stinks my bs smells funky Woo! gosh dang this stuff stinks but you know what there's a lot of other stank ass bs out there too i'm just i'm comfortable with my bs why because it's all bs <laughs> who knows who knows so hell if i'm gonna die if i'm gonna die and go to some other place it's not gonna be because someone else told me to go there it's gonna be because of my own imagination because that's my own my bs believes that the whole reality is created from ideas imagination perception well not really perception but the mind the mind is a very powerful tool right because really we don't see we don't see anything out here all this stuff is energy and our mind 
puts all these things, all this stuff into patterns and stuff like that based off the vibration of the energy that is looking at or that is perceiving or interacting with. But nothing is really solid. Everything is vibrating and moving. And our, our master computer is going through all this data and putting it into form. But again, I'm going too far. I got to get back on topic. I'm going to ask you this question. What did, in the Bible, the God said its most precious gift was children. Who's responsible for bringing children into the world? Women. Who's responsible most of the time for taking care of children? Women. Yet they can't teach. They can't be leaders. They can't be preachers. They can be babysitters, though. They can be nannies. I don't know. I don't know. You know, like, let's look at the, let's, let's look at the universal principles. You know, we've been doing, we've been looking at the universal principles, you know, as above, so below, the all is mine, um, the principle of vibration, the principle of correspondence, the principle of rhythm, the principle of cause and effect, um, and, and the principle of gender. All right, let's go over these real quick. And not over the, I'm going to use one of those. I'm going to go over the principle of correspondence as above, so below. All right. So we're going to take a break one more time. We got uh, about five more minutes or so, and we're going to get up off of here, ladies and gentlemen. So give me a break and I will be right back. Alright, so we said we're going to use the principle of correspondence as above, so below to look at the role of men and women. Alright. Alright, so let's see. How can we do this? We're going to use the sun and the moon for this. Alright, so if I asked you which role which one plays... Obviously, people are going to say the sun plays the masculine role because it's the most dominant and the moon plays the feminine role because it's the most recessive. Uh, it receives because the moon, the sun pushes out like semen or semen or sperm. Got to say that. And women receive, right? Like the, like the moon, it receives the lights of all the other planets out there and it reflects it back to us. All right. The moonlight does not push out light. It, it reflects light. So. With that being the case, we already see that. Yes. Oh, my headphones died on me, but we already see that. Yes. Women. Um, or men have the most dominant role. They play the most important part of the of the reality. Well, they're the providers. We're going to say the most important because they're equally important, 
right? And like, no, no, you gotta have the sun. No, but you also gotta have the moon. Yeah, the sun. Like, I'm just getting to it. Then the sun pushes out light, photons, which is what creates life or gives life to the trees, to the grass, to this stuff. It provides nutrients. It provides life, right? The sunlight does. The moon governs cycles. It governs when things are supposed to change. It governs when things are supposed to harvest and and things of that nature. When the um, the tides are supposed to go up and down, it moves the water. It gets things moving. Right? It's a mover. Right? So the sun is the person who's supposed to provide, and the moon is the thing that is supposed to create the cycles or governs the cycles. Gets things moving. Right? According to the sun and moon. I'm just, we're not talking about Bible. We're talking about sun, moon. But we're looking for the truth because God lives in nature. You want to find truth? Just look at nature. Nature is not touched by man. It's not manipulated like that by man. And um, so you can find the truth through nature. All right? You can validate what you're reading through what you're seeing. So how can we look at that? Because see, the sun is the man, right? The most important, according to scripture, it's the most important, right? So let me ask you this question. Does the sun come out at nighttime? Of course not. It's nighttime. Of course not, Jeffrey. Why would it come out at nighttime? It's nighttime, Jeffrey. Okay. It does not come out in nighttime. It it stays in its place. However, does the moon come out in the daytime? Well, of course it does. Of course it comes out in the daytime. So the moon comes out at night and it comes out at day. Which means that the moon is universal or multi-dimensional, multi-purpose, purposeful. It can do both. And not not well, it don't do both. It don't it don't shine light. It don't provide life in the daytime, but it's able to stand beside the sun without taking over. However, the sun can't stand beside the moon in this in this element without taking over. So the moon knows how to work together. It can be in the it could be in this element and it can also function or be around or be seen in the other realm as well as well what am i going with that well i'm going to say that if that's the case that means that women are able to teach they are able to stand beside someone or stand in the same dominion as the sun and be seen by millions of people You know, but I won't go any much further than that. like I said. It's kind of going a little bit further than I wanted to go. Plus, it stopped at five minutes ago. So, what we're gonna do? We're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and come to a, a, a end. But before I come to an end, I want to give out some spark plugs. I want to give a spark plug out to Linda Arwen. Yes. Now, you know she has the Awesome Insanity Surface Podcast, but 
I love that show, but I honestly I love her OCTR show more. It's um it's it's for me, it's in my realm. It's in the type of topics I like to talk about and it's also um things in there that they, they talk about that I can bring into this show. I can't really bring too much of the awesome and Cindy Surface podcast topics into this show because that's more of a um entertaining type of show. But I, I definitely can bring some of the OCTR into there. So check out Linda Arwen. Um, you can check out at the um, Awesome Insanity Surface podcast on Spreaker, or you can also check out on Facebook as Linda Arwen. And uh, you can find all of her social sites there. You can also check out Dumbing It Down with Dave. Dave's the uh, fastest podcast in the 2008 or 2009 uh, Rio, Kia Rio. And um, he does one show a week, sometimes two, three. He's in a good mood right now. And so you might be able to catch two or three shows this week if you happen to go and subscribe to his show. Uh, and uh, also, he's also sponsoring or he's sponsored by um, 3D, Mike 3D from the Comedy Pipe. So check him out. He's a he, he's a retired stand-up comedian. I, I like Dave. He's really funny and uh, very intellectual, too. But anyway, and then uh, my last spark plug will be for michael jordan and alicia jordan they are entrepreneurs here in nashville tennessee if you ever happen to go to the opry mills mall down here you can find them at the at their kiosk machine right in front of the the pretzel aunt pretzel place i think it's called auntie pretzel something like that where you can get the cinnamon pretzels and things of that nature you can find them in that area uh in the middle in the kiosk booth and they have uh or um all natural organic bath bombs basically you can place these into your bath water and you can soak and feel clean and natural and relaxed ladies and gentlemen they also have another location out in hermitage or mount juliet um but we're going to that later on ladies and gentlemen so again thank you for tuning in i want to get off this show and have a work day so you guys take it easy if you're still listening to this show at the very end i appreciate you being able to deal with these topics because people don't like to talk about religion and people don't like to talk about spirituality you know, now I can understand that people are attacking them, trying to conform them. But I want to let y'all know that today's show was not an attempt to try to reform or conform, but just an attempt to get you to think outside of the box. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in. This is Jeffrey stimulating thoughts, igniting the spark and helping create better ways. No, 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 no. Exposing the dark. Peace.